Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Once again, it's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. GEICO.com. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave. White hot report here. This is Dan Patrick. Hope you had a great weekend, everybody. Gang's all here, healthy, happy, and ready to dive in the next three hours. We'll talk to Reggie Miller a little bit later on, following the Lakers' impressive wins over the weekend against the Bucks and the Clippers. Kentucky head coach John Calipari will join us coming up a little bit as well. Exciting news, we have our bracket challenge. Now, we have our celebrity bracket challenge where... We have people from Josh Dumel to Adam Sandler to J.J. Watt. You know, we've had so many different people, Jim Parsons from the Big Bang Theory. And we thought, why not let the audience in on this? Now, last year we had five of uh, our members of the audience who were uh, in, in the contest. Now I thought something bigger this year because we're on our own. We don't have to answer to anybody else. And I said, how about the, the winner of the Celebrity Bracket Challenge, who is a member of the audience, gets to be a Danette for a day. And if you play your odds right, Fritzy will probably be sick one of those days, right. and, then you, and then you can just fill in for uh, Fritzy. But uh, I'll give you more details. I just want to let you know, we will have our celebrities in the bracket challenge. Fritzy's done a great job with this. You'll be able to compete, and if you win, you will be a Danette for a day. So details forthcoming on the program. You can watch, if you like, all three hours, and it doesn't cost you anything except for three hours. YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. And, of course, you can listen on our great radio affiliates number 362. We're on Fox Sports Radio and uh, distributed by Premier Radio. You know, in the uh, era of load management, the NBA has come under a lot of fire. Uh, you know, and I've said this before, you know, the regular season games don't matter that much. And there is some truth to that. But if you got to watch the Lakers the last two games, those games meant a little bit. They came into the weekend, a combined 0 for 3 against the Bucks and Clippers this season. Probably the two teams that are going to have to go through to win a championship. Led by LeBron and AD, they won both games. And this was as much of a regular season statement as anybody has made, certainly these days. LeBron has put to rest any notion that the Greek Freak and Kawhi have passed him by. You get the sense his teammates are starting to believe that they can beat anyone. And if you look at Nobody has an answer like they do. When Anthony Davis is healthy, LeBron and AD are the best two-man team in the game. The question will be, will he stay healthy, and will they get some contributions? That Avery Bradley had a big day yesterday. You're going to have to have that third piece contribute and contribute consistently as you get towards the end of the regular season and the postseason. But... Uh, these two games sent a message. The road to the championship may run through Los Angeles, and to be more specific, running through Los Angeles through LeBron and the Lakers. It was, you know, Mike Breen at one point yesterday said, this is fun, and it was, because it felt like it mattered, and it was really, really, you know, competitive. But you go from beating the Bucks to then beating the Clippers, you know, two days later. That's impressive. 
And LeBron, at one point, he didn't take a shot in the third quarter. Now, his critics will probably say, oh, is he shrinking in the moment? No, he's a point guard this year. And he's become a true point guard, which is really interesting. And I don't know, when they vote for the All-NBA, is he going to be a point guard this year? I don't know how many times you've had a player be uh, all-pro at a different position. And they still do this, two guards, two forwards, and a center, which I have petitioned the commissioner to say, that's not what basketball is anymore. You know, who is a true point guard? You know, John Stockton's not playing anymore. But, you know, and even your center doesn't play as a center. Unless it's Rudy Gobert, and then he just, you know, stays underneath and plays great defense. But LeBron's probably going to be first-team All-Pro at point guard. And then I'm curious about, you know, how they distribute some of these other positions there. I don't know what – is Kawhi a two? Is Paul George a two? Is Kawhi a three? Is Paul George a three? Like, we don't know. What's Zion? What's Luka? That's what basketball's become. It's your five can be a two and your two can be a five. It's kind of crazy. But LeBron yesterday showed his versatility. And, look, the Clippers are going to be a tough out, a tough beat for the Lakers. But I just don't think that their two matches the Lakers' two. When Anthony Davis is playing well, and you saw that offensively and defensively, had a couple blocks, shoots the three, and he can be as dangerous as the Greek freak. In fact, he was the Greek freak before the Greek freak, when you think about it. Then he got hurt, and then, aside from the Greek part, he was the freak part. But, you know, then he disappeared in New Orleans, and then all of a sudden he reemerges, and we go, oh, my gosh, he can be spectacular. But, uh, in fact, we'll talk to John Calipari about the development of Anthony Davis because he has a very, very good shot. He's a better outside shooter than the Greek freak is. Greek freak is better at penetrating there. They're both great defensively, but I sort of see the same player, just a younger version with the Greek freak. And, yes, I know, Milwaukee fans, I hear you. Why are you on LeBron's bandwagon? I just know what I see. That's all. And I'm telling you what I'm seeing, and now you're hearing everybody jump on LeBron for MVP. Okay? Mine started two weeks ago. I even said at the beginning of the year. I go back and forth with Doug Gottlieb. You know, everybody tell me Kawhi's better than LeBron. I said, no, he's not. No. At times he can be, but no, he's not. LeBron is still the most valuable player in the game. Now, he's not the best player. He's the most valuable player. You know, ask Spurs fans about Kawhi. He tapped out, okay? He went to Toronto. He won a championship. Great, and he was spectacular. He's not better than LeBron James. He's just not. There's nobody like LeBron. And they're just people who don't like him for whatever reason. He's still the, he's the most valuable player in the game. He is. Now, Greek Freak is a better player. You can, I'll give you that. He's a better all-around. LeBron's 35. Somebody eventually has to be better than him. But LeBron could be the oldest MVP, I think, in league history. Carl Malone was 35. Carl Malone won the MVP at 33 and then at 35. Uh, LeBron... Actually, he'd be the third all-time to win the award at 35 or older. Carl Malone and Michael Jordan uh, won it at 35. But um, LeBron is uh, 30. He'll be 35 and 107 days to be exact. So that would be – that put him second on the all-time list behind Carl Malone, oldest MVP. Here comes that what stat of the day. 
Uh, this program brought to you by the great folks at True Car. True Car. Go to True Car and build the car you want. You can compare models and options from discovery to pricing to reviews. Get everything you need with the new True Car. McLevin, you got a poll question for me today. Well, let's start with Lakers or the field for the title after this weekend. Is that a fair question sure. now? Sure, because now if 70 wins are off the table because the Greek freak got injured, now it's a little bit different. I think if he got to a magical number like 70, then he would be your MVP. If they win 68, 67, as strange as that's going to sound, I don't know if he's going to win the MVP. Uh, there's a lot of momentum for that. But I think LeBron this weekend, that's the kind of weekend that you look back upon when you're voting and say, you know what, he went back-to-back games against the best teams, and he beat them. Yeah, McLevin. No, it might be interesting to do a LeBron versus Giannis MVP people today and see if it changes in three weeks by the end. I I wonder, I think we did it before. I think Giannis won pretty handily. Yeah. Uh, but I'll bet you it's coming down. I mean, your bandwagon. Well, it should. It should come down. But I think people just forget. Greek Freak is still new. There's still some freshness to that. We've seen everything LeBron does, except for lead the league and assist at age 35 while playing point guard. But you know, he had a bad year last year, and I was critical of him. You know, I, I, I didn't think he was a good teammate. I thought he mailed it in some nights, certainly on defense. But this year, he's played great. There's no load management. He plays, and he's not afraid of the moment. Uh, what else do you have? Okay, uh, do you want an NFL one or another NBA one? I have an NBA question, just a quick one. Okay. This is a pre-show debate that you were not in. Okay. Kenny Atkinson got fired by the Nets. He got fired by Kawhi. By uh, Kyrie. Or Kyrie. Yeah, he basically yeah. got fired by Kyrie. Yeah. Which head coaching job would you rather have next season? The Nets or, let's say, the Philadelphia 76ers? The reason being, would you want to coach a big personalities like KD and Kyrie? I wouldn't want to coach Kyrie. KD, I would. But I, I, I just – Kyrie is a wonderful talent, but he makes me nervous. I don't, I don't think he's a great team player. I think he's a marvelous individual talent, and I need, a t- I need team talent. I, I would still want the 76ers. I, I would still like that experiment because I don't know – egos aren't at the forefront as they could be with Brooklyn. So I, I would say the 76ers. Yeah, Paul. I, I'm going to disagree big time because the Sixers may be maybe easier to deal with, but you're not going to win anything. You're not going to win an NBA title. I don't believe you're going to win an NBA title. They haven't sniffed it, Andrew, and I can see your hands up in the air back there. But you know, Kyrie Irving's been to the finals. Kevin Durant's been to the finals many times. You might have headaches, but you may end up in the NBA finals with those headaches. Could be. Or you could end up fired. Is Kyrie... <laughs> Good money either way. Kyrie, look what he... He won it out of Cleveland. Didn't do well in Boston. And now he's with the Nets, and you got your coach fired. Yeah, McClellan. Let's face it, the health situations, Kevin Durant's coming off an Achilles, and Kyrie's hurt all the time. I don't think that's a safe job by any means. What do you mean the Sixers aren't going to win? If you play the Popovich or Doc Rivers into Philadelphia. Oh, well, wait a minute. There's no... <laughs> Can you make that happen, That's not please, happening. Please. You forgot that caveat when you yeah. looked at it. Yeah, that's not, that's not happening. Is no. there a, yeah, if, who's closest? Like, is there a coach out there that can fix these young teams? I feel like everyone it's wants the same, the same guy. It's the, it's, hey, Mark Jackson, Stan Van Gundy, uh, Tom Thibodeau. It's the same guys there. But, I, I, you know, the Nets makes me nervous just because KD coming back from the injury and then just the Kawhi or uh, the Kyrie uh, element here makes me nervous. I, I, 
I wouldn't want to be coaching him. Yeah, Tom. If you're Jeff Van Gundy, do you leave that cushy job in the uh, broadcast booth there to come back and coach the other New York team and see what you can do with the Nets? I don't know. I don't know how he's wired. But if that job's available and he thinks he can – I mean, Jeff is a great coach. But there's a reason why he hasn't gotten back into coaching. And it might be because maybe he likes this lifestyle. You know, there's no wins and losses after a game, and you don't take it home with you. It's a pretty good gig. Now, if he's, you know, competitor and still wants to be able to try to win a championship, then, yeah, I understand that. But um, Jeff, to me, would be a great pick. I just don't know if he wants to do that. Yeah. How about, our, how about our next guest as uh, one of these two jobs? Oh, no, he's got enough to worry about with Kentucky this year. I, I, don't, I don't think he's thinking a bigger picture. There was, it wasn't that long ago when he was up for maybe the Laker job. Remember? I mean, he's, he's been rumored to be up for jobs before. There was, like, Cleveland, and then if they, the Lakers were going to get Anthony Davis, then he could coach Anthony Davis. But we haven't heard many of those rumors. You barely uh, remember he was the Nets coach because the know? Nets were stuck out in East Rutherford, and nobody cared about them then. I actually covered, you know, went to Nets games when Kyle Perry was coach. He wasn't there long, but I was there. And I thought, God, this guy is too slick for school. And then he ended up at, you know, he had UMass, had that job too. Yeah, Paul. You think Kyle Perry would let us put out a fake rumor that he's interested-ish in the Nets opening? Perfect timing, 9 a.m. on a Monday. Let's stir it up a little bit. Yeah, that's exactly what he wants to deal with. He's trying to get his <laughs> team ready for the tournament. Come on. Nah. Distractions. What else do you have, McLovin? Okay, this is a tournament poll. Do you have any idea who I should put in the title game in my bracket this year? Because I've never felt more lost. I can't help you right now. The weekend was every all the top teams seem to lose every game now, like all the, the San Diego States of the world. And Yeah, but I don't know if you were putting San Diego State in your title game to begin with. I mean, I watched Duke, North Carolina. I didn't come away thinking Duke was going to easily win this thing. No, they're not. Nobody's easily winning. Kansas could if you're if somebody's going to have an easier path than uh, Kansas might be because they might be the best all around team. Does it feel more wide? I know we say this every year. Does it feel more wide open to you than than usual? Yeah, because we don't even focus on a star player. I mean, there there's some good players. There's some NBA players, but it's not like you're going, boy, I can't wait to see that guy. Uh, you know, we were caught up in Zion and Duke last year, and then they didn't even get to the Final Four. But, you know, Dayton's up there. Dayton continues to be pretty impressive, but they might be too, there might be too much hype around them too soon. You want to be peaking at the right time. You know, as you get into the tournament, you kind of surprise some people. You know, if you're number one or number two seed, you're not surprising anybody. And then all of a sudden you go, you start to believe what people are saying about you instead of proving it every single night, which is what they've had to do all season long. What else do you have? Okay, uh, NFL, when you're ready for it, we do have, because we need this, this traffic, we have a Dak Prescott poll. <laughs> you know, it's clicks. Okay. I know, you know. Okay. So do you want it now or you want to hold? You can do it. Okay, so Dak Prescott was reportedly offered $33 million a year from the Cowboys. Yeah. Who would you want to invest more in if you were a team? Dak Prescott at about the same price as Carson Wentz, who just got four years, $128 million from the Eagles. So it's close. Which is a safer investment? Or which is safer. a better, no, sorry, better investment? Um, when you throw in safer, that makes me nervous because Carson Wentz is not safer. 
health, you mean? Yeah. He's a better quarterback, but he's not safer health-wise. Uh, I, I guess I would do Wentz. Uh, you know, at some point, the Cowboys get to a number with Dak Prescott, and then I, I would still franchise him. You know, I would do that back-to-back years. Because I, if you're completely sold on him, then pay him the money. But if you're not, then just franchise him. Let him prove it again. But uh, Carson Wentz makes me nervous just because of his style. I don't know. You know, guys get to the pros and then they, you know, coaches want to have them change their style. The reason why they got to the pros is their style. Cam Newton can't change your style. Lamar Jackson can't change your style. Uh, Kyler Murray can't change your style. Now, you can have some alterations in there. I don't know if Carson Wentz can play any different than he did at North Dakota State. I, I just, you, you tell him, hey, don't run. Like uh, RG3, change your style or you're going to get knocked out. Didn't change his style, got knocked out. Johnny Manziel didn't change his style. Tim Tebow didn't change his style. But you live by it and you die by it. And Carson Wentz, that's the case. Dak Prescott actually changed his style a little bit because he was a runner his junior year at Mississippi State, and then he became a little bit more of a passer. It's like Steph Curry. Steph Curry's uh, second-to-last year at Davidson, you know, he was a scorer. Then he wanted to be a point guard. He stayed one more year to be a point guard, and that was just to prepare for the NBA. But uh, I I would probably take Carson Wentz talent-wise, but as far as health-wise, I would go with Dak Prescott. Yeah, McLovin. By the way, in all these stories about the owners coming back with a worse deal next time, one of the things that people are throwing out is they might ask for a quarterback salary cap that we mentioned. Yeah, that's they might do a separate cap for quarterbacks. It's just They floated that as a possible idea, which would be, I guess, a worse deal. Well, when we come back, I'll, I'll tell you uh, something I learned yesterday that's going to happen with this collective bargaining agreement, which I think is going to pass on Thursday. I do think it will. But I do think that there will be some attention drawn to another item that's not included in this go-round. Because this is 10 years. It's a 10-year deal. I have that for you coming up. And John Calipari will join us. Your phone calls are welcome, as we always do every Monday, best and worst of the weekend, what you saw that you liked, you didn't like. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle with show. 19 after the hour. Just getting started here on the Dan Patrick Show. What's happening, everybody? This is the official Lakers podcast. I'm your host, Mike Trudell. Super pumped to be here, flanked by Aaron Larsoul. You ready to go? I'm ready to go. Let's get it. I think the Lakers will be a top 10 defense. Can now. you call in your shot again? A team that has two stars or two superstars in this case, as LeBron and AD, can sometimes cancel each other out. But I think they're both good candidates for MVP. I really like the way that this team just feels to be around. Mm-hmm. The, uh, it's, a, it's a very clear message. It's two stars in the Brown and AD, and it's everybody else that's on board. The relationship that is developing between those two off the court and on the court, their cohesiveness on the court, I think in this case, this is a special case that the two of them will enhance each other as opposed to taking away from each other. Be sure to rate, subscribe, and leave a review. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast Forum. TurboTax believes taxes shouldn't be so complicated and daunting. People do amazing things every day, so it makes no sense that they should feel like they can't do their taxes. Look at me. I'm a genius, right? If you hear me on the Dan Patrick Show, I have so much trouble with my taxes. But that's why TurboTax provides you with tools 
and encouragement you need to do your taxes with ease and confidence. For instance, TurboTax Live features CPAs on demand, which gives you access to certified tax professionals anywhere and even on nights and weekends. With CPAs on demand, you get easy access to an actual real-life CPA or EA for tax answers and advice. We can give you answers and advice to help you make sure you get the best possible outcome. With CPAs on demand, expert help is tailored to you and your particular tax situation. So you'll never, ever feel alone or stuck when you're doing your taxes. TurboTax Live with CPAs on demand helps you get your taxes done quickly and easily so you can get back to all the other amazing things you do every day. TurboTax. All people are tax people. That's TurboTax. Remember, if you're amazing at other things, you can definitely be amazing at taxes as well. I mentioned uh, talking to a source last night about the collective bargaining agreement for uh, the players that will probably be ratified on Thursday. At least that was the indication that I was getting. And I said to a source who's involved in this process, I said, why 10 years? Because you know Jerry Jones and the owners are going to reopen this up for an 18-game schedule. And he said, you're right, they will, because they wanted 18 games. Jerry brought this up over the summer. Jerry Jones said 18 games. You got 17, and I do think that once both sides realize how much money's at stake here, I do believe that we don't get through this 10-year deal where you go, it's going to stay at 17 games. I really believe that there's going to be an 18-game schedule. In the, over the next 10 years, I believe that's going to happen. Yeah, Paul. But do you think they have to do baby steps and do 17? Because if they go for 18 and it gets kiboshed, then they never, ever get there. They won't, they'll have to wait six or seven years to get there. Like, I'd rather get 17 now and then open up the books five years from now. But that's why you have a Final Four in college football. You couldn't go to eight right away. They wanted to let it be in place for a little while, make sure they have a good foundation for it. And then I do think that they would want to open that up again and then have eight, an 18 playoff in college football. You know, they start at, at a number knowing they're going to grow that number. Uh, you know, it's rare when they go, you know what, on second thought, we're going to reduce this. But I do think that the biggest issue I have with this is the players didn't have something where they said it's non-negotiable. Where the owners said 17 games, non-negotiable. Owners said that. So that the bargaining chip the players have is that 17th game. They didn't say this is non-negotiable. Something else is non-negotiable. The owners are the ones dictating. The 17-game schedule, that's the player's bargaining chip. That's the one that they had. And the owners swooped in and said, 17 games is non-negotiable. So they've already taken away your bargaining chip. That, you know, I don't, I think it's going to be passed, but I don't need a 17th game. If you want to have a couple more playoff teams, I'm fine with that. But 17 games, we didn't need it. And I worry about what those games are going to mean for how many teams by the end of the season, whenever you implement this. And where are you playing these games? You know, home and away, neutral site. So there's a lot of things to be kind of sorted out here. All right, 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com. Brandon in Alabama as we wait for John Calipari to join us. Hey, Brandon. Hey, Dan. First time, long time, uh, 59175. Hey, uh, you, were, you talked earlier about LeBron being uh, one of the best uh, most valuable players in the, the NBA, but uh, Greek Pete's been a uh, better overall player. Uh, I wanted to see who you had one-on-one. Oh, I, I guess the uh, Greek Freak would win if they did one-on-one. But uh, thanks for the phone call, Brent. They don't play one-on-one for the title, though. But uh, I'm going to say that, uh, you know, you might have uh, Luca win 
or Bradley Beal win if it came down to who's the best one-on-one player in the game? Or Zion? How would Zion do one-on-one? I, I remember they used to do a halftime show where they had one-on-one competition. Really? Yeah, a long time ago. I, I just remember it was it was great to, to see that. Like Bob McAdoo and guys like that? Yeah, well, I mean, that's... yeah. Maravich. You know, they'd have these one-on-one matches. Uh, he's uh, the head coach of the Kentucky Wildcats, and uh, they rallied from 18 down to beat Florida. It's good to have him on after a win, John Calipari. Hi, Coach. How are you? Yeah, if we had lost, that wouldn't be all. Just another story. How you feel about? Um, you know that you know that that Tuesday we were up seventeen with nine minutes to go against Tennessee and lost. Yeah, this season has been nuts that way. Crazy teams get up seventeen, eighteen, twenty, and lose games. Teams get down that much, they come back and win. It's nuts. It's it's this tournament. Normally in the NCAA tournament. If you get a 15-16, the game's over. Not this year. It won't be. Is your job easier or tougher than it was 10 years ago? Well, I'm at Kentucky, so if you're, I've had three different jobs. Uh, really four. They, you didn't, probably didn't know this, but they fired me in the NBA. But um, the <laughs> hey, that job is open again. <laughs> oh my gosh, it did, didn't it? And I thought he was doing a good job too, by the way. Yeah. But um, what I would tell you is that if they go to this transfer rule where you can transfer without sitting out, I'm happy I'm at Kentucky because it won't have that kind of effect on Kentucky. But if you're at a mid-major program where I've been most of my career, uh, you're at a lower major uh uh, lower Division One. Any high school kid that you're recruiting that can really play, you're preparing him for the next coach. No oh boy. So you end up having to recruit junior college players or uh, grad transfers or you know kids that are just okay. But I, I heard a great story, and this is what you should have heard when you were playing, Dan. Okay. Guy says to me, I heard Dean Smith go to a, a, a basketball clinic and he looked around the room and he said, listen, if you're a player and you think you're Division One, like you did, your coach thinks you're Division Two, which your coach did, then go Division Three. So the kids think of themselves in a totally different way than anybody else would think of. And so that is going to change this game. And I don't have the answers yet because I haven't spent time on it, but kids are going to play and play well and then call Kentucky and a couple schools and say, can I finish up with you? Cause I want to be X, Y, Z. Um, I, I just see a little bit of a disaster on the horizon with that. Then I said, if coaches tamper with another coach's players, he should be fired. Even if he does it through AAU coaches or high school coaches, does it around about, get the phone records, figure it out, put no, the dots together, boy. you're fired. But they said, the coaches came back and said, well, then all the bad guys will do it. And well, I said, well, the option is we have our business cards in the handshake line after the game, and we're giving a kid <laughs> on the other team our business cards. I mean, you got to do something. Yeah. So we got we've got something that's going to make our game not better. 
Um, and you know, I'm for kids. Like I'm, I'm for it. You know, I, I think kids should leave early if they want to out of high school. They shouldn't do the baseball rule. Let them go out of high school, and the kids that come, if someone grows to six eleven, let him go after a year. Um, but you know. What do I know? No one listens to me. My kids don't listen to me. My wife doesn't listen to me. No one listens to me. I'm listening to you. That's all you're doing. That's what's wrong with you. Are you sick? No, no, I just listen. You're a guest. I'm listening you're to you. You're not a good listener, so stop it. Yeah. You're not a good listener. I let you speak. I listen. Or do you just wait for me to stop so you can make your next point? <laughs> yeah. I just wait till you run out of breath, and then I go, okay, now I can... Now I can do it. Now I can do it. And I even brought up how much money the Kentucky players have made in the NBA. I mean, I, you know, you love that topic. Yeah, we don't talk about that $2 billion. <laughs> <laughs> when you had, when Anthony Davis, when he first got to Kentucky, um, he wasn't ready for the NBA then, right? Well, his high school team had won seven games that year. Yeah. Um, his junior year, they won six games. Um, he went from 6'3 to 6'11 in, you know, a short period of time. Um, when he came on campus, our college president at the time, Dr. Todd, grabbed me because he said, that is the greatest family, mom, dad, this young man. And you know what's great, Coach? He's going to be here longer than one year. Anybody that skinny, there's no way. Yeah. And I said, Dr. Todd, he won't be here more than one year. So when you looked at him, you didn't think so. He played like he was a guard, which he does now. But we had him where he would block shots, could play next to the rim, um, could play out on the floor. We put him in the high post, top of the key. We made him master stuff. Could he have gone to the NBA and been fine? Probably. But why not do what he did and walk into the NBA as, you know, what he was, which is he's ridiculous. Can I ask you this? Where's the talk of him for MVP? Why isn't there – he's had 30 in, in five straight games, and no one's talking about Anthony Davis for player of the year. Now, he's fine if other players on the Lakers are doing well. He'll defer. But I watched them against the Clippers. His ability to block shots, change shots, and still play, pass, make threes, score around the goal on tip-ins because you can't guard him. He's too quick. And he can guard five positions. Why isn't he in the equation for MVP? No, it's a fair point. No, it's a fair point, and, and maybe he wins defensive player of the year. I, I think that if he plays well, then they'll win the championship. I, I think he's that valuable to the Lakers. I think LeBron has just overshadowed him because what he's doing at his age. We love stories, Coach. LeBron at 35 as a point guard leading the league in assists, and you know they're going to challenge the Bucks for the best record in the league. That's a great storyline, and uh, sometimes storylines win MVPs. Um, Anthony right. Davis is getting lost a little bit, and, and the Greek Freak is playing well. And there's probably two or three other guys, and but if they win, it should be he or LeBron, either one. And and you don't know how it's going to finish. The you know the the if if Anthony strings together 10 or 15 30 point games in a row. Yeah. I mean you got to start saying wait a minute, what about him? 
Yeah, he's been – but I, I, I got to keep him healthy. And uh, if, if he stays healthy and plays at, at the level that we think he should, then that's why they'll win the champ. They'll win the championship because of Anthony Davis. I think yeah. that LeBron is the MVP. You're right. If that, You're right. Yeah. That's pretty uh, – that's like somebody that's knowledgeable about basketball, say, that Thank you, you get that from somebody. Thank you, Coach. Yeah, Jay Billis gives me – Jay Billis gives me everything there. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, in the last six years, were you ever offered the Lakers job? Now that it doesn't matter, but were you ever officially no. – you no. never were? Uh, was it close? No, I was never offered the job. No. Even when Anthony Davis was going there, you were never contacted? No. Yeah. no. Uh, Why wouldn't they contact you? Because they figured out what they want to do. And let me tell you, Frank Vogel is an unbelievable coach. Especially in that environment, should be coach He's of the exactly year. The type of coach, yes, yes, yeah, done he, a wonderful uh, job. And, and and you know, he, I thought he did a wonderful job in Indiana too. By the way, yeah, um, he was playing with two big guys, like, and I, I sat down with him to say, talk to me about how you're doing this pick and roll stuff with these two bigs, and and uh, he's good. He's good. Well, also, you know, people assume that you're going to the Lakers, you got to have this big name with the Lakers. And I said, no, the last thing you need is that. You just need somebody who can kind of calm, be calm in a storm there. And I thought yeah, Frank I'm, was I'm perfect. a calm guy. You couldn't do 82 this. games. Let me say this. Now I'm going to see if you follow sports uh, at all. The Yankees hired Joe Torrey. Everybody was up in arms. Up in arms. Yep. And now he was exactly the guy to manage that team for those years in the situation that they were in. A lot of times that's what it is. You know, you you know when when Phil Jackson took over the Bulls, he came from Albany. He was a CBA coach in Albany. He wasn't like this name. He was you know, people knew who he was, but he coached Albany for God's sakes. He wasn't didn't come from the Pistons or so a lot of times it's the right guy in the right place. How's the voice there? Is that, is that tournament voice or are you under the weather? I'm worried about you. I, I got a little bit, I'm hacking a little bit. And normally I get this when the season ends, I just break that my body too hard. You're going, you don't slow. So my, but when I stop, my body just, but as I get a little bit older, it hits me a little sooner. So I'm it now. I'm like, I told my wife, what is going on? I look at her. I tell her she's getting old. What are you getting old for? Can you win the national title this year? I think there's about 30 teams that can win the national title. But you got to be good I, for six games, Coach. You, okay, here's what I say. There's two things that I've done every year. I hate to give away trade secrets, but since it's just you and hold I on. talking. Hold on. I'll, I'll, hold on. I'll write it down here. Nobody's listening. Okay. All right, here we go. First of all, you got to win eight to ten games in a row in your season at some point so your team knows mentally they can do it. Okay. That's one. Right. Why do you try to win eight to ten in a row or 12 in a row or more so six in a row is doable? Okay? Right. Second thing is you better have a team full of players that five to six of them have scored 25 in at least one game. Better if it were multiple games. So if you have five or six guys that had 25 in a game, 
they know in the NCAA tournament, I can do this. I've done it before. So that you don't know in these one-game stuff what happens. So somebody on your team may have to get 25 to get to the next round and then worry about the next round then. But you got to go and get on a little run to create separation. So every year I'm trying to say, do we have five or six guys who have scored 25 a game or 25 in a game? If you only have two and someone else has to get 25 and that dude gets 16 or 18, the mentality is I've never done this before in my career. Now it becomes hard. I may be wrong. I was fired by the Nets, so, but that's my story, and I'm sticking with it. Can you win the national title this year? Um, um, I think we're one of 30 teams that have a chance. All right. <laughs> that inspires a lot of confidence. <laughs> and, and I'll tell you, I, I really, I'm loving this team I'm coaching, and I like that where we are going in, um, I hate tournament play. You know what I tell the guys? If you're going to lose in a tournament where we got to play three games in a row, which does nothing for you for the NCAA tournament, mm-hmm. lose early. Don't lose in the championship game where we had to play three in a row, and now we're in the championship, and, and now you lose. If we get to the championship game, your butts better win. So you're going to throw your first-round game in the SEC I tournament? I'll just tell them, like, if, now, me having that mentality, you, you could probably look it up, but we've won a whole lot of tournament be, wherever I've been because I'm not worried about the tournament. The tournament is about seeding in the NCAA tournament. And if, if you're, your guys are doing numbers, the guys on the computers, they can tell you what it's been. But, you know, those guys work anymore. They're sitting there eating popcorn again. Uh, no, they're listening. Let me let me see. Are you guys listening to uh, Coach? It's a good show. Good interview. Oh, okay, great. Thank you. Well, Seaton, you listening? Huh? Wow. Yeah, he's not listening. Uh, Fritzy, you said something about Anthony Davis earlier. Yeah, that was a while oh. ago. Uh, McLovin, you listening? What was that number? Two billion they've made in the NBA. Yeah, two billion. Yeah. Man, I'd love to continue this conversation, but my guys are bored, Coach. So I don't want to continue. I got to tell me. Yeah. Are we done? Yeah, we're done. Are we done? Let's do this again. Okay. Yeah, next year. Maybe the following. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks. Maybe we'll do it in studio. Maybe we'll do it in studio. That'd be nice. No. (laughs) You have no shot. I'm not coming to the studio. All right. Uh, Just a shot. Just took a shot. Hey, uh, good luck. Good luck in the SEC tournament. Yeah, always good talking. Thank Thank you, you. Coach. That's Coach Calipari. Always, uh, Always entertaining. Uh, we'll take a break here. Play of the day coming up, uh, sad of the day, and best and worst of the weekend. All that coming up next. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do, and I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's GEICO easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. Once again, it's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. Geico.com. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com. 
clicking on the support this podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and of course, supporting. And now, back to the show. Oh my God. The play of the day. Tie ball game. Chance to win the conference championship. Sam Merrill against Vegas. Seven seconds, six seconds, five seconds. Sam rises for three. Yes! You've got to be kidding me. Sam, I am. Merrill, straightaway three. 2.5 seconds left in the game. Sam Merrill is a freaking stun. <laughs> Uh, courtesy of Learfield IMG College, Imagine Dragons, who are from Utah, a little radioactive, Sam Merrill and Utah State win the Mountain West Conference title. Tonight, it'll be Wofford taking on East Tennessee State for the Southern Conference Championship, and they get to punch their ticket, as we like to say. Play of the Day, Play of the Day, brought to you by Tacovas. Tacovas boots are handmade, full-grain leathers by world-class bootmakers, Tacovis cuts out the middlemen, sells directly to you at amazing prices, shipping and returns, and exchanges. They're free and easy. Visit Tacovis, T E C O V A S dot com slash DP, Tacovis Western Goods for new frontiers. What's the poll question we're going with, McLeod? I put up who do you got, the Lakers or the field okay. to win there be a title? I'm a little surprised. 64% went the field. Okay. I've kind of taken the Lakers. Yeah. Well, I thought recency bias, you'd have people say, well, you beat the Bucks and beat right. the Clippers. Um, Seven-game series. You know, that, it, really the key, and, and I know people are misinterpreting what I'm saying, that they'll win the championship because of Anthony Davis. I, the reason why I said that is because I expect LeBron to be LeBron. I just don't know what I can get out of Anthony Davis. If he's going to be healthy, consistent, then they'll win the championship, in my opinion. But if he's not, if he's nicked up, uh, misses a game or two, then they're going to be really susceptible. They'll be vulnerable there. Milwaukee comes down to the way you play during the regular season will be different in the postseason and how teams are going to defend the Greek freak. And then it's up to Chris Middleton or Bledsoe. Like somebody is going to have to – you don't win by one guy. You win by at least two. You know, that, that's the key. You know, when you can get a guy like Andre Iguodala who helps the Warriors and he's like the fourth or fifth or sixth best player on the, on the team, but he contributes and contributes in a big way, that's how you win championships. Uh, you know, you, you have a two-headed monster here with the Clippers, you know, with, with uh, Kawhi and Paul George. I need to have the consistency of somebody else in there. I did like uh, Patrick Beverly after the game. He, he's fun. He's a character. The Clippers guard was uh, asked about the challenge of guard, guarding LeBron James. Can you describe the challenge um, it is defensively when LeBron... No challenge. Particularly the end of the game. No challenge. challenge. <laughs> Can you describe, the, describe what it's like as a defender to when he tries to force the switches the guard? <laughs> I love his confidence. Uh, there's some blind confidence there, but that's... Like, you can't give in to him. This is who you are. This is this is how you made the league because you don't give in. Now's not the time to get it, give in just because you just lost to the Lakers. He's not he's never giving in. I mean, it is funny to hear it because you know deep down he knows, oh my God, LeBron, he's a load. But publicly, he can never give in. 
Never. Uh, Wynn in North Carolina joins us. Hey, Wynn, what do you have for me today? Well, my UVA national defending champion basketball team has now won eight in a row, beating Louisville this weekend. Uh, They're number 10, UVA number 22. Uh, We also beat Duke last weekend, which was a wonderful thing. And my UVA baseball team (laughs) beat previously undefeated North Carolina State this weekend in a three-game series, two to one. So, go Hoos. Thank you for all you do, Dan, and suck it back row. All right, that's win in North Carolina. By the way, we did a poll over the weekend, Mario did, and uh, we were trying to come up with the nickname for the chat room for the Dan Patrick Show, and Fanettes won. Now, I'm thinking somebody might be able to come up with a uh, T-shirt concept or two, and then uh, we'll develop it. So the Fanettes. Fanettes. You can have your own T-shirt. Aren't you special? Reggie Miller, a little bit later on, more phone calls. We will give you our best and worst of the weekend right after this. One more item. Podcast One has some exciting news. It's official. Our shows are now available on Spotify, and it's free. We want to make it super easy for you and your friends to listen to our podcast. And joining Spotify allows us to be in even more places for fans to find us. If you're already listening to music on Spotify, you can now listen to our podcasts in the same place. If you're not on Spotify yet, all you have to do is download the free app. That's right. No credit card necessary and simply search for our shows to start listening. 